This episode is brought to you by Point Plus Fitness Fit Camp. We all know the fall and winter months are the best time to get your body right and tight. If you're in the Charlotte area, join Point Plus Fitness personal trainer Ashley Jeffers for Fit Camp in the Park. Fit Camp is held at Freedom Park every Saturday morning from 9 a.m. until 10 a.m. through October 22nd. Point Plus Fitness is offering Drink to Remarried listeners a special BOGO pass. That's right. You and your ace can get fit together because you know exercise is so much better with a partner. Register at pointplusfitcamp.eventbrite.com and use code DTWMFIT to get the Bring a Friend free pass. Enjoy. Let's get started with the show. Drink till we're married. Cheers. Real conversation. No, because when I get to that point where I'm done, I'm done. Goodbye. And you got blasted on Facebook for being broke. I would have blasted you. (laughs) (laughs) You missed him. Here go the passcode to my savings account. The one that ain't got but like $200 yet. Hey guys, we're back for season two of Drink Till We're Married. Get Goddesses here. Hey, Cutie is here. And we're back, we're back, we're back. I know. I know you guys missed us. I missed you guys too, though. Yeah, I did. It was yeah. like a void in my week. Like, I should be doing something. Right. Yeah. I had way too much TV time on our little break. Yeah, that's nothing new for me, unfortunately. Um <laughs> Like that's nothing new, but I did take this break as an opportunity to slow down on my drinking. So I feel like I've been on like a detox, like I detox during our break because we had talked about, you told me to detox so that I could handle the liquor. Yes. Oh, is this your, but this is your first drink. This is my first drink and like. Yeah, like four or five weeks. Okay. Yeah. So we'll see how you're doing tomorrow to see if the detox yeah. helps. All right. So if this episode doesn't get posted for a few days, it's because I was drunk and sick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. She's going to be fine. She's going to be fine. Yeah. So what are we drinking on? Because it is good, though. It is good, which is why I've guzzled it uh, down. Yeah. <laughs> so we're drinking on yeah. Crown Royal Vanilla. Mixed berry lemonade. So I wanted to make sure we tried the new crown. So what better way than like a lemonade? You know, it's the end of summer. Get a good berry lemonade. to the summer. So it's a lemon-infused simple syrup, fresh-squeezed lemon juice, Tropicana tangerine lemonade, and crown royal vanilla poured over frozen mixed berries and ice. And I garnished it with the lemon. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. We're back. And as always, we'll put the recipe up on our on our website. But just know that lemon infused simple syrup. Hey, cutie, made that from scratch. Like, <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> just because we've taken a break doesn't mean she has taken a break from from being like Betty Crocker. Like who's like I don't even know how to make simple syrup. Like it's easy. It's just one part water, one part sugar, and then I just took like the zest of a. Lemon. Mm-hmm. What do you use to zest your lemon? It's like this little hand. Like a little microplane or something? Uh-huh. A microplane? Like the little yeah, like long a little... rectangle mm-hmm. thing? Yes. Because you actually have that. And I wow. see that on cooking shows. And it's like, <laughs> mm, I'm going to use my grater. <laughs> and my lemon zesty like chunks. <laughs> Crazy. But yeah, I had to run home and make that after work. And then chill it because, you know, you boil it. 
I didn't know, but oh, yeah. okay. So you boil it for like two minutes and I just strained it so I wouldn't have any of the zest in it. Oh, so tell me how you strain it. Because you actually have like a little special like mesh yeah, strainer, it's I'm like sure. A little baby, like, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Hush. And you freshly squeeze lemonades because you actually have the little lemonade thing that, yes. that gets the seeds out, which I don't have. Yes. So whenever I squeeze them, I have to like. I don't have time for you. You know what? <laughs> All my gadgets. You know I love a good gadget. And so. this is why I missed you. I know. I missed the show so much. I'm so glad we're back. Yes, yes, yes. So as you guys can see, will see, we have awesome new branding, a new podcast cover. You know, we're back and better, you know, yeah. just like season two of anything else. Change it up a little. You gotta change it up a little, a little bit. Give you something a little new, new. Yeah. So tell us how you like it. Drop us a line, and always leave us a review on iTunes or SoundCloud. However you listen to us, leave us a review, and we'll share it on the air. Alrighty, so let's get started. Alright, so let's get started with the petty and peculiar news. Mm. And so I found this article about Snapchat. You know, I love I love my good Snapchat. Love Snapchat. They have officially changed their name to Snap Inc. as they've embarked on a new venture opportunity called Spectacles. Everybody's out here doing that new new. Yeah. I love it. You gotta keep you gotta <laughs> you gotta stay fresh, you know, keep Always. them guessing. Yes. So these are sunglasses that you can record short video clips and of course upload it to your Snapchat feed. And they're reasonably priced, they're about $130. They, um, from the pictures I saw, they look pretty cool. They really do look like just like a dope pair of sunglasses. Like, I mean, you can kind of tell it has like technology right where, um, at the bolt, the fold of the arm. Yeah. Where the arm kind of meets, I guess the lens part, Mm -hmm. you can kind of tell, oh, but with sunglasses being like so trendy and just, you know, all these different designs, I think if I pass somebody on the street, I wouldn't assume that immediately, yeah. yeah, that they're like gadget glasses, not right. like the Google the glasses. The Google, what were they were, called, goggles? Or I don't know, glass. they were so ugly. Like, they gave me like... Those big, like... Did you ever have like a kaleidoscope as a kid? Yes. Yeah, that's what they reminded oh. me of. Like, when you put the little thing in the kaleidoscope yes. and then you like turn the handle and it'll, oh, it'll show you something like different. Finder. Yeah, that's what it looked yes. like. Where you the can kaleidoscope. Watch the movie. Yeah, yes. and you just click the little thing and you had to use these little circle disc looking <laughs> CD things. Yeah, yes. I got one of those for Christmas yes. one year. I still love those things. Yeah. <laughs> memories. <laughs> Hashtag memories. Yes. So look out. I'm not sure when they're going to hit the market. I don't know if I had a date. Let me see if I had a date. I mean, I hope so. I know. I'm like, it's summer's over, but I I wear sunglasses year round. So I'm into it. So I'm reading this article from um, the Wall Street Journal interview, the Snap Inc. CEO. Mm -hmm. And you know, he's like engaged to a model. Oh, really? I'm sure. Yeah. Melissa. What's her name? Melissa Kerr. Is that her name? Oh, my goodness. She used to be Victoria's Secret, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Doctor. Uh-huh. Very pretty girl. Yeah, because, you know, when you're a 26-year-old billionaire. <laughs> you're snagging. Why wouldn't Miranda Kerr? That's her name. Miranda Kerr. Mm-hmm. 
So he says this, while he was testing the prototype in early 2015, while hiking with his fiance, supermodel Miranda Kerr, quote, it was our first vacation and we went to Big Sur for a day or two. We were walking through the woods, stepping over logs, looking up at beautiful trees. And when I got the footage back and watched it, I could see my own memory, like through my own eyes. It was unbelievable. Oh, that's cool. And it's like, oh, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? To be able to like relive an experience yeah. from not you know trying to take a picture but you're not really getting it all right because and, you, yeah it's like this is on my face it's moving yeah, wherever i look yeah yeah so it's reminding me of like this blend from where like like virtual reality is going mm-hmm. now with like these virtual reality games yeah like yep. the boon i watched this um infomercial commercial whatever for this I think it's PlayStation virtual reality that he was like, I'm going to get a virtual reality game. And I'm like, but you're not. Um, <laughs> but it was a um, one of those like racing games, like, mm-hmm. like Grand Theft Auto, mm-hmm. something like that. But you see the man sitting in there and, you know, he's driving, but he's like looking back like in his rear view because he has on the virtual reality glasses. Oh, right. So it feels like So it's you really happening. feel like you're yeah. driving. So and what this happens is, when you look back? Do you see what's behind you? Yeah, it moves with you. Oh, yeah, wow. it moves. So you okay. look over, you see, yeah. It, like the commercial was really dope and I just had to bring him back to reality and let him know that what we're not going to do right. is set up our living room. <laughs> To As be a like, gamer. Yeah. A, a motorsports gaming center. Yeah. That's what it's not going to be. Because so unless funny. you have the wheel and the chair mm. and the, you, like, oh. you pushing the gas, like, what are you doing? <laughs> anyway. Okay. So I think Snapchat gives you the virtual reality type of feel, uh-huh. but without the use of a ton of equipment. Okay. I like it. Yeah. But do you think people would like snap while doing things they shouldn't be doing while snapping? Like, I don't know, having sex or something? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> what? <laughs> You're like opening up the world for just a bunch of foolery. Debauchery. <laughs> yeah. That's what it's about to do. I love it. <laughs> I mean, I could think of so many things like. But does it have a Zoom? Like, I need to. I, I need a pair of these because I need all the. No, I don't even need out. a Zoom. I need to be like. I need a Zoom because when in I'm the club, doing something with the glasses on, <laughs> your man in here trying to holler Ooh. at me. Ooh. But will you have flash like? Like, now I have a ton of questions. I know. Is it going to have flash? Well, you can't have flash on shades. That would look so ridiculous. You I have, know. like, a light beaming out of the side of it. Like, <laughs> But then they're only good during the day. True. I mean, you're only supposed to be wearing sunglasses during the day well, anyway. That's true. <laughs> oh, my God. The possibilities with some Snapchat glasses. Listen, like, I know. What could I do with that? Besides record all the discrimination that occurs to people every day. I mean, I'm not even going to focus on that and think about the positive things I could do with it. But it would be so dope. Yeah, I'm loving it. Like, you know what it reminds me? What? Of when my baby was running track, Uh you know, for like the three meets that she ran track and we were (laughs) sitting outside in the hot sun. Yes. um, But I remember her first meet. Um. It was like raining the whole time or whatever. And she got out to run the 400 and in her heat. So I decided, you know, I'm going to walk up to the gate so I can record it. Okay. You know, I've, you know, brought this super heavy camera and I got my phone out or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I'm recording her 
And then as she's coming around the bend, you know, like coming around like the last 200 towards the 100 stretch, mm-hmm. like she's winning, you know, like she's, she's, she's smoking up. So I'm super excited yes. and I'm jumping up and down. Oh, oh my yeah. God. Go so Leah. Get him. Get him. Anything. Girl, the recording is like, but it'll be a little bit better than me <laughs> trying to hold this phone. <laughs> So think about like moments like that where my eyes are capturing what's happening, but my hands are like shaking so much. I can't get it. That would be really awesome. That would be awesome. Well, I hope they drop them soon because I would love to have a pair. Snaps. Send us a pair. You know, we'll let it. We'll let you know. Absolutely. You know, like we could do. We could beta test them. If, if Apple trusts me to beta test the I iOS know. 10. Yes, we can definitely do this. And now. I did send them feedback on quite a few so things. So did I. Yeah. Absolutely. This is garbage. A couple of things were corrected that I sent feedback Oh, they didn't to. correct none of my stuff. And it no. could have been, you know, the way my feedback was set up. <laughs> this is garbage. Don't, don't oh do that. <laughs> it wasn't constructive feedback. It was just like, I don't like it. <laughs> nope. I don't like it. <laughs> So yeah, that's our petty and, and mm, news for the week. I like it. You guys stay tuned for the Snapchat spectacles because it's going to be a spectacle when they come out. I guarantee uh, yeah. you. You think it was bad with cell phones? Yeah. I'm so excited. I don't know why I'm so excited for that. It just seems like it's going to be so much fun until Facebook comes out with some, and then they're going to be whack. And then it's going to be like, uh, so, now it's not fun anymore. And then you have like ads in your, in your, in your sunglasses. Glasses. Right. And right. like now I've got hit by a car because this ad popped up and I couldn't see, and <laughs> you know, leave it to Facebook. And then it's going to be like an algorithm or something. And now I can only see certain things. And you know what? They have me hating Instagram right now. Right? Like I don't know why Instagram sold themselves to Facebook. Dear Facebook, you guys Sucks. make everything so whack. Like Ugh. you take the fun out of it. And that's why Snapchat didn't sell to you because the kids want fun. Yes. Okay? We want control. Control. Goodness. So our question of the week comes from a husband. It is a same sex marriage. Let's get into it. Been a pretty rough transition for me. I grew up with a housekeeper, never babysat, and didn't know how to cook. I'm happy to say I'm finding my footing and things are starting to settle into a routine I can handle. Unfortunately, it seems my husband interprets the household calm as me being ready to take on a new challenge. His coworker's wife, for instance, they do not have kids, recently retired and has been using the internet to teach herself home improvement. She's doing an excellent, impressive job, but she has previous experience in carpentry, assisted family with their remodelings, and often volunteers for things like Habitat for Humanity. Yeah, hashtag social life. Um, (laughs) He's pressuring me to do the same despite my lack of similar background and my having two kids underfoot. He's constantly sending me links to things he'd like me to do. They look incredibly labor intensive and would often render the room unusable until I'd be able to complete the project, which I know will take me at least three times what the website says. He's notorious for underestimating their difficulty or expense and is generally far more optimistic things will just work out than I am. My pessimism, I prefer to call it realism, has usually turned out to be warranted in the past. We've started to argue a bit and I feel like he really ignores me when I tell him I'm busy from sunup to sundown. I clean, take care of and entertain the kids, run errands, work freelance on occasion and cook. 
I'll admit I have a higher standard of tidiness than he does, so some things are self-imposed, but I feel it's imperative to keep things from piling up and overwhelming me. He takes care of most of the artwork and will load slash unload the dishwasher after dinner. He uses a lot of language like, quote, jest and, quote, simply while describing how he easily thinks taking down a wall, installing (laughs) energy efficient windows, changing our countertops or cabinets, putting down new flooring or building a porch porch would be. I tried compromising by doing smaller things like installing a sliding door and painting his office. It was a nightmare. (laughs) I am not handy. And it was even more confusing and frustrating to constantly be interrupted. My stress levels were not pleasant and it was difficult to stay calm for the kids. Inevitable outbursts and being told to wait for me to get to them, to get them something or not being able to go outside or paint with me or whatever. He was pretty upset I didn't complete painting before he got home, but there are a lot of steps when you do it right, and I had to keep stopping to check on the kids. I told him if he wants me to take on harder projects, he'd have to get used to living with unfinished rooms for a while. He acted like I'm just not taking it seriously and goofing around and procrastinating too much. He kept telling me to use your head and work smarter not. Oh, my gosh. I got pretty upset and stayed at my sister's that night. All the experience did make me dread DIY projects more. I'm pretty sure I'm going to fuck it up and will end up having <laughs> to pay an insane amount of money to fix my mistakes. He apologized and eventually admitted this is such a big deal to him because he wants to sell our house for a more upscale neighborhood in the next five years. And he's hoping the DIY cosmetic improvements will increase the home's value. I'm completely blindsided. We spent a long time shopping for a quote forever home. And I ended up making pretty serious a pretty serious financial compromise when he fell in love with our current home. The first move was incredibly difficult, and I basically got through it telling myself it would be the last one. I'm not sure I believe myself saying that now. We've been, our forever, we've been in our forever home for just three years. I feel a little betrayed on top of the resentment. I feel at like him obviously thinking I have oodles of free time to myself while he's at work. We aren't communicating very well right now. We're both stuck on our own perspectives and not trying to see eye to eye. He's upset because he's not asking for the impossible, just the very difficult. And the new neighborhood will, will, worth, will be worth it because it will be better for our family, better schools, more of a family vibe, less of a commute, etc. I'm upset he wants to move already at all, let alone that he expects me to shoulder the burden of fulfilling his new wish. So what's the question? <sighs> I need advice on how we can approach the issue differently and find a happy compromise. First of all, if you're going to sell your home, I recommend you not doing DIY projects. And this is coming from the DIY queen. I love a good DIY project. I will get in there. I mean, listen, there's not much that I won't go to YouTube and try to figure out how to do. But when it came to selling my home, I went and found someone to do the <laughs> work what they were doing. for me. Yeah. <laughs> because, I mean, you want it to be clean. It has to be professional work. I mean, if you're doing it just to live in it and you just want some changes, that's one thing. But before you sell a home, you need to have someone come in and go over everything just to make sure that it's, it was done properly. So I don't have any personal experience with doing DIY stuff with my home, (laughs) however common. I did recently talk the boo into helping me fix my car. 
<laughs> so I sympathize yeah. <laughs> with the husband who's like, oh, yeah, I watched his YouTube video and all you got to do is, oh, it's just- and it's just like all you got to do is take this little thing off and then we can change the transmission ourselves. <laughs> Did the video also say, don't try this at home? It doesn't. And I'm oh. t- okay. So one, we're in the age of YouTube and YouTube makes you feel like you can do anything. anything. And because when you're watching a YouTube video, you feel like, oh, okay. If she can do it, if he can do it, this person who clearly, you know, you maybe they're know not as, you don't, you don't know their background, right? So you're taking face value as like, Oh, well, they're not even articulate. So, I mean, <laughs> bruh, if he can do it, I can do it. Like, this dude, seriously? Right. All right, this little janky video, and he did it just like that. <laughs> and so I think that's what's happening. So you have your husband saying, oh, well, my coworker's wife is doing mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And naturally, he's probably thinking, you know, if I've met or interacted with this woman, you're just as smart as her. You're just right. as handy as her. Right. And if she yeah. can do it, I understand why you can do it. So I think the first problem is that comparison. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not apples to apples. No. You have two kids. Right. You have two kids. Now, if you're willing to put the two kids in daycare, which... I wouldn't personally do for the sake of remodeling a home. I no. think the damage of daycare is way more significant than the damage of like some bad tile. Right. Personally. Right. Um, I mean, I'm just, didn't even say backsplash. He said tile. Tile. New cabinets. I mean, Bruh. new ta- uh, countertops. Dude, like, you have to have someone come in and really measure. I mean, this no is experience. no like easy job, but this is what I would recommend to them have someone watch the kids for you on a weekend and go volunteer at Habitat for Humanity so that you and your husband can go check it out and both have yeah. hands on so he can understand the work that goes into it. And see, yeah, and, and actually actually see how labor intensive yeah. it is. And even with Habitat for Humanity, because I've done that a couple of times, they mm-hmm. really kind of hold your hands a whole lot. And, like, and the I projects really depends. don't be that legit. I think it depends on what you're actually doing, though. Because I've done them a couple of times and we've had to do like the actual drywall. Oh, girl, stop. So the last like time that, I did Habitat yeah. for Humanity, <laughs> it was when I was in the law firm. Mm-hmm. Girl, we were standing around. We were supposed to be installing these like energy efficient panels or uh-huh. whatever. Child, we weren't doing nothing. You know, lawyers, they don't want to do nothing. We were standing around talking and taking pictures so we what? could put it up on the website that we did have oh, separate minute. We didn't do anything. Like, my hands Listen, weren't even dirty. When we first got <laughs> to that last house I did, it had no walls. Oh, yeah. Girl, we've been put like, every wall um, up in the house. y'all want me to go get lunch? <laughs> Y'all done yet? <laughs> but, you know, to to that point, even if not with human, Habitat for Humanity, they could go find some, like, flipper mm-hmm. or somebody who's doing these types of projects yeah. in your same scale of home, too, because mm-hmm. that's, that's another thing. Yes. It has to be apples to apples, right? So when you see a video of somebody laying towel, there's a difference between them just laying towel in a little bathroom and laying, like... Tile throughout your home. Right. Right. And then there's a difference between the little cheap stuff or if you really want the good tile. Mm -hmm. Like every single thing is different. And I realized that when I was trying to fix my car. Like the people who were on the YouTube videos, nobody had my exact model and year of car. 
And so the problem was with my particular car and the year, because it was a coupe mm-hmm. and everybody else was doing like four door, oh. it's smaller. smaller. So this little thing that's so easy for them to take off, is actually like tilted to the side in my car and okay. it's not easy to take oh. off. And it actually extra two or three hours to your process wow. if you don't have the right tools. Yeah. And so it's just thinking about if you really want to do this, one I don't think you can learn how to remodel a house no. online. It, not, no, and when you have no experience, no. I think you can learn how to cha-cha slide online. <laughs> I think you can learn the wobble. I did um, install a dishwasher. That's what's up. I couldn't do that. But and it's very easy, though. Is it just like plug and play? Like you no, just push it in I there. mean, you have to um, connect it to the sink. Mm-hmm. But again, it's not anything I would say is major. Yeah. Because it's a hose to a hose. You know, just... Plumber tape, make sure you don't have any leaks or anything like that. But Yeah, maybe take on, you know, go to Home Depot. They have classes. They do. I Bring personally think with you though, he so shouldn't he do any of it. I don't I think, think he should either. And he doesn't want to. So it's one thing when you have someone like me who loves to do that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yes, I'm taking the classes. I'm looking at, you know, doing whatever I can. But if you don't necessarily want to do it, I wouldn't have that person do anything for me that they don't want to do. I think the first level of compromise, well, the first level of com- conversation needs to be, you need to ask your husband, when and where did he decide that y'all were moving? Right. <laughs> okay. When this grand idea popped right. in his head. He did say five years, but okay. still do. So maybe it's because they have kids now, because it does mm-hmm. say he recently got custody of a son and also adopt a two-year-old. So now yeah. it's like, oh, crap. The schools may not be great over right. here. Yep. So that is a big deal. Trust me, I get it. You have to move where the good schools are. It is just mm-hmm. a part of having these leeches you call children. <laughs> it just is. Right? And I get it. So what's the plan? Hey, if we know. So two is make a plan. If you have this conversation with him and you guys both agree, yeah, it actually is a good idea mm-hmm. for us to move, even though we said this is going to be our forever home. Right. Maybe you didn't have the kids then. Right. So and kids weren't necessarily life changes. Yeah. Right. So now you've come to a conclusion where, yes, you're going to move. Okay. Five years is a decent enough time because it's not going to take you five years to do any type of remodel. Yeah. If it does, you're doing well, it wrong. If you're doing it yourself, it might take 10 years. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> but if you hire someone, no, yeah. absolutely not. But if you guys are currently living off of one income and you're doing freelance work, then maybe the compromise is, hey, babe, I'm not going to do the work. But I will agree to take on one or two extra freelance projects and all the money that I make Mm -hmm. off of that will go directly into the build the house up DIY fund or whatever you guys want to call it. Yeah. And then as you save up, you know, so you bring in some solid contractors that you really, really trust that have done homes. I would say bring in contractors that have done homes in the area where you want to move. Right. Because that, you know, I think that's a good indication that they're solid Mm -hmm. and they do good work. Right. So bring them in, get a full estimate. And as you save up enough to say, let's change all the kitchen cabinets, you can have that done in a weekend. It shouldn't impact your life. Make sure you save up enough money so you guys can stay in a hotel for the weekend with the babies, Mm -hmm. get your little staycation in, come back home, new kitchen. Okay. Save up a little bit money, a little bit more money. Come home. You got a new bathroom, a little bit more money. Come home. You got a porch. 
I think that's a good compromise because you guys are both working towards something that's going to benefit the relationship and benefit the family. But the DIY, what's going to happen is I think your house is going to lose value. Absolutely. I mean, the smaller thing, but or you you spend the time and the money doing it yourself, and still have to have someone come behind you. Oh, and, you know, speak on money. it, please. Yeah. speak on it. So you're doing something twice when you could have just gotten it done one time the way you wanted it and been done with it. And I know a home isn't the same as a car. Uh, might be worse, but the boo <laughs> not and worse. I, spent, I mean, yeah. doing a car is worse oh, than a house. We yeah. spent several hours fixing my car. And, you know, it really was a combination of I have free time. I've watched these videos. It can't be that difficult. He he agreed to do that. And he, you know, and so shout out to the boo because he's so sweet. And he's just like, okay, let's order the stuff. And I looked online. I found the right. He actually found the, the tools and what was wrong with the car and stuff. And we would go out there. And it was cold too when I was fixing up my car. Was it, it was cold? cold. I knew it was yes, either it was cold or cold outside. It was cold or hot. Yeah, and it was some extreme temperature. And I remember the one morning he got up extra early in the morning because we had been struggling with this one little piece that wouldn't come off. And he got up super early on a Saturday morning, mind you. He works Monday through Friday, <laughs> <laughs> like on a job that does not require him to fix anything. Right. <laughs> he gets to use his brain all day at work. Um. But he got up on a Saturday morning to go fix this piece. And, of course, I'm still in the bed because, you know, I oh sleep in. Because <laughs> she's sleeping. And he comes, in, he comes back in the house and leans over me in the bed. And, I, like, I can, I can always feel him when, he, when he's, like, because yeah. he gets up super early. And so it's, like, that look, like, are you going to get up? No, you're not. Okay. And so he leans over, and I open up my eyes, and he's, like, I broke a piece. Oh, damn. <laughs> And that's when the, that's when it should have stopped. <laughs> it did. It didn't. It actually didn't. No. no and so I know it didn't it stop didn't. there. <laughs> no, it but didn't. it was like I could tell he felt so bad. Yeah. But it's like, bruh, I don't know what I'm doing. You don't know what you're doing either. And we eventually got it fixed and it worked for like I think a day. <laughs> I think it worked for like a day. And then we ended up having to take it to the shop and paying like more than probably what we would have paid. And you the yeah. First place. <laughs> I'm telling you. Did you tell them when you took us to the shop that you did mm-hmm. I had to. Because he was like, um, you know, tell me what's wrong with it or whatever. And I was like, oh. I was like, oh. I don't know. I took it to this mechanic. Because when you tell them you do it yourself, I swear they hike the price up. Oh, it doesn't matter. Because he was like, um, I mean, you got like some tape holding this hose <laughs> okay. together. Yeah. And, your, and all your pieces ain't back in. Who, what, what happened? Mm. Well, it was me. <laughs> <laughs> Like yeah. he was like, I who what what is like your pieces aren't even like all your bolts aren't even right. in properly and they're not tight. And oh I was gosh. like, yeah, because I took it out and I couldn't get it back in. He was like, yeah, because you have to have a special tool for that. Right. Hello, mm-hmm. BMW okay. is not an American-made car. <laughs> they don't want you fixing it yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Lesson learned. So a house is not nearly. It's complicated. It's a car. Oh, but I mean, but like. No, I don't think it is. How about this? A house ain't as complicated, but, but it costs five times more than yeah. my little Bragley BMW. Yeah. So. Still. If yeah. I can't do that, <laughs> use YouTube videos to learn dance moves. Listen. Or natural absolutely. hair. Oh, barely. Style. Barely. As I'm, as I'm up in here. I'm doing my crochet tomorrow, though. <laughs> 
I can't wait to see it. It's not going to be right. (laughs) YouTube is not useful for anything, okay? It's useful just enough to lie your way through something. And that's it. But when it actually comes to doing it, you're never going to get it right. No. I use YouTube to build a website. It still ain't right. (laughs) So anyway, that's my advice. Save your money up. Do your freelance work. Save your money up and get a professional to do it. I definitely agree So everybody's happy. Yes. Let's take a quick break and hear a word from one of our sponsors. Do you love unique accessories? Are you looking for a gift to celebrate a special occasion? Well, Jewels by Jay specializes in handcrafted jewelry for men and women, and they're offering our listeners 10% off your order when you spend at least $25. Use code DTWM and visit jewelsbyj.bigcartel.com to place your custom order today. So, we're on to our topic for the day. What's our topic? Negative Nancy. Mm. You know, speak on it. You, you know, everyone has one lurking in the crew. A little negative. Don't want to say nothing good about anything. I mean, how do people get through life? Being that like, way, how do negative Nancy's survive every day? Are you like, what's like the sign that you a negative Nancy? If you go off on a person at Chick-fil-A, you a negative Nancy. Listen, how can you go out? Well, I did almost cuss that woman off out. Remember when I um given her money, she didn't give back my change. I didn't have to go there with her because I called up and they were like, mm-hmm. you know, but if I was negative, I would have just cussed them out just because. But they but so pleasant, exactly, and they'd be so sorry. And, and they just gave me like, a free sandwich. <laughs> you know you're negative when you can go off on somebody at Chick Fil A, right? I think that's the bare. Anybody that got anything negative to say at, like, while you're inside of a Chick Fil A, encountering their awesome customer service, you should really do some introspection and just figure out what's wrong with your life. <laughs> So negative Nancy's never have any positive words of encouragement. They have bad attitude and of course, just full of negativity. They whine, complain, and look at the bad side of everything. How, how does that impact the ability to enter into a relationship? Or if you're already in a relationship with a negative Nancy, how do you get out of it? Um, so... You know, we talked about what topic we were going to discuss, and I scoured the internet. The net. We both did. Mm-hmm. And so, Exo Nicole, she had an article, No One Wants a Negative Nancy, Your Bad Attitude May Be Pushing People Out of Your Life. And one of the quotes that she had in, well, one of the quotes I pulled from the article, it said, Negative Nancy's not only impact the people closest to them, that negative energy can be easily passed on to a complete stranger who is in your presence for no more than a minute. Mm. So you asked, how are you in relationships? So if you're single, you're going to be hard pressed to be in a relationship because people feel and can see that energy right off the bat. I wonder why the 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 negative Nancy doesn't realize it. Like, you think they're so absorbed with themselves? Like, yeah, I think so because it's like you can't find the positive in 
anything. I mean, yeah. yes, we all have a bad day or a bad moment, but every day, yeah, every moment, like there's nothing positive that you can find to discuss or or are you always even with other people, are you always looking for the bad things in people, pointing out bad things and you can't just find anything good to say? You think it's a cry for attention? Sometimes, yeah. Because I think people will say things just to get a response. Whether mm-hmm. it's negative, positive, funny, you know. I always wonder about that. I mean, it's so I think in life, everybody wants attention, right? Nobody's yeah. resolved from just wanting the spotlight or attention or even it's, if it's from like intimate, like one-on-one right. relationships, like you still want yes. attention, right? Mm-hmm. And I think people do different things to get attention. So... I'm um, trying to be funny, yes. you know, that's no better than, so I'm not saying it as if one is better than the other, mm-hmm. but if you're trying to get attention and you're putting out negative energy, then wouldn't you understand that what you put out is what you're going to get back? Right. Right. So if I'm trying to be funny all the time to get attention, but then I when think- nobody takes me seriously and everything is a joke, right. I can't that's be upset about that. Yeah. Or being funny at someone else's expense. Like if you have yeah. to put someone down or make fun of someone else all the time, it's like, why are you, you know, why is that your focus? I think it's like, I'm sorry, y'all finna hear all this rumbling because hey, cutie got these cookies up in here and it's just like the devil Which I should not have in here, but they were sent here. I don't Ugh. want to die yet. Shout out to house. Hendrick for the free cookies. Yes. Thanks very much, sir. Um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I'm chomping on a cookie. I think it's like if I point out something negative that's happening to me, Mm -hmm. it makes me the victim. It makes me the, you know, I'm I'm just sitting here receiving all this negative stuff. So woe is me. So I want other people to come to my aid and that's how I want attention. Right. Mm -hmm. So if it's, um, I don't know. I'm at work and these people on my hallway making all this loud noise and yada, yada, yada. And mm-hmm. I'm in here trying to work and I yes. can't stand working here. Then if I put that into a group chat, then I'm expecting people to say, oh, right. oh, you got us. I'm sorry. You should go to them to shut up. And what, so it gives me this. Right. Kind this of, attention. Yes. Yeah. Building you up. Feeding, honestly, just feeding into the negativity because all you're going to do is keep going more mm-hmm. and more on what's bothering you or what's going wrong and what the problem is. Because it's like the world against you. Right. And you need people to come to your aid. Yeah. And no. that's how you get attention is people coming to your aid. But it's also, but by you feeding and giving more negative, all you're getting is more negative back because mm-hmm. that's all you're focused on. You're not looking for, you know, they may be loud out there, but, you know, I don't know how to turn that into a positive. Or you overhear something that you, information you needed to hear. So, great point. They might be loud because they're celebrating something. And if you go out and see what's going on, you could join in on the celebration. Maybe somebody got a new account. Maybe Mm -hmm. somebody found out they were pregnant. Or I don't know. You know what I mean? Something positive. So, wasn't positive, but we all were sent home last week. And Mm -hmm. I'm always over in my cube doing my work because I don't sit by anyone that I work with. So we never, outside of 
hey, how you doing? We don't sit and talk. They all work together still, is mingling, talking. I'm over there in my own world, got my music on, working. And they're like, oh, and I heard them say, did you tell Janetta? And I'm mm-hmm. like, tell me what? I turn around like, what? Like, y'all don't need to tell me nothing because I don't work with y'all. Don't tell me nothing. <laughs> right. <laughs> don't come down here and tell me an M and F and thing because I don't work for you. I don't work for you. And I don't work for you. Basically. Boom. But yeah. Put your earphones on and swing the chair. <laughs> and then when you swing it back around in 20 minutes and everybody's gone. And you sitting there like, what happened? Why yeah. y'all ain't tell me? They don't ever tell me nothing around here. <laughs> but they told me, you know, that we were evacuating or whatever. But that's the thing. If you always negative or always giving out that vibe no they're not gonna want to come and tell you anything so you're missing out on positivity Mm -hmm. and i think i know some negative nancy men and i don't want this to seem like it's just women Mm -hmm. um absolutely not you know if there's a negative nancy ooh, ooh, negative nancy and negative nate Negative Nate. I love it. There's a negative Nate as well. (laughs) And so I think it's like understanding if there is a space for you to continue to be negative, right? If, if you think, uh, am I negative? Well, if I were negative, my friends would tell me. Mm. Look around. Your friends might be dropping off like flies. You got to like look at your phone and be like, when was the last time somebody initiated contact with you to Mm -hmm. go somewhere with you, to hang out with you, to whatever, invite you to this spot? Mm -hmm. If that is like really, really low, I mean, it could be a couple of things, but it also could be because you're like negative. Yeah. Because you're not putting out good energy. And I think that affects your friendships. That's affecting your relationships, right? Because if you do have this this desire to find a partner and your friends think you're negative Nancy, if they run into a cool guy or girl, they're not going to think of you. Right. You won't come to mind. Yeah. I wouldn't hook you up. One of my friends, like, <laughs> so for what? Back telling me, no, I don't want to be in the middle of that. No, thank you. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, you really have to think about those things. Like, you really have to sit back and evaluate, like, hmm, what's going on here? And I think once you realize, oh, crap, I might be negative Nancy, then I think, like, getting to the root of it. Because we're all victims of circumstance and experience, right? We're all just like our whole energy, our body is just Mm -hmm. a combination of a culmination of all these things that have happened to us. Yes. But it's also how you look at those things. If you, I mean, a relationship, for instance, you break up. Okay. It didn't end well. But if I walk away and I felt like I didn't learn anything or there was nothing good, it was a waste of time. But you have to take the time to find something positive in every situation so that you can learn from it. And then you look for, if nothing else, at least that positive aspect that you walked away from in the next person, next situation, next relationship. Yeah, I definitely think you should be able to take something positive. Um I know sometimes, like, I can just be too positive. I can be too optimistic. I can be like, like everything is lily and roses. Yeah, and there is a balance, though, because in one of the articles I read, they were saying that three people that you should avoid is, was it like positive Polly? Positive Paula. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Negative Nancy. And then something Farah. I have to look it up real quick. But 
those three that you want to avoid, like you can't be too negative. You can't be too faded, Pharaoh. Faded, yeah. It just wasn't meant to be. <laughs> what God has me, it is for me, child. If I hear like I'm, look, y'all gonna have to turn this podcast off. If I hear one more person talk about it, ain't my season. Oh my goodness! Then make it your season. I don't know what that means. <laughs> right. What do you mean it's not your season? Your if you season want something. Spring? Look, is it spring? I mean, no, it's not Thank spring. Thank you. But. <laughs> Again, y'all know I don't go to church. But I feel like I've read enough of the Bible to know that nowhere in there does it say. You just wait for something. In the fall, the <laughs> goddess is going to find a man. <laughs> right. In the spring, hey, cutie will find her man. Right. <laughs> and until I say what season it is. Hey, give me a break, people. No. Uh, what you focus on, what you sow, yeah. you reap. Absolutely. And I feel like it does say that, so or something similar to that in that yeah. Bible that you guys read. So, <laughs> Messy. stop acting like everything is just like leaving it up to fate. Oh, I can't, I can't find a man, I can't mm-hmm. find a woman. But you at work forty hours a week, and you you have already said I'm never gonna date anybody at work, and I'm never gonna go online and find anybody. Right. And all the guys at my job, ugly and short. <laughs> And all the women online hoes and I don't go to clubs cause I'm better than that. And all the people at church ain't no good. And <laughs> you just right? walked every situation. I don't shop at the Harris Cedar by my house cause it's too expensive and ain't finna get me with them high ass groceries. Right. So I'm gonna go to Walmart, but all the people at Walmart ghetto. <laughs> And oh my God, this guy tried to talk to me while I was coming in Walmart. Who he think I am? I ain't no Walmart chick. <laughs> so. So you got nothing. You got nothing. <laughs> You're going to be home with your pets. Okay. But no, I definitely think it's when you figure out your negative. Yes. Think of, try to figure out the root of it. But even outside of that, don't spend too much time there. Every negative thought. Come up with a positive spin on it. I mean, you are only negative if you allow yourself to continue down that road. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just a thought. It's a passing thought. You can have a negative thought, but immediately turn around and say something positive, And, you know, it'll become a yeah. habit. You start focusing on the positive and looking for the What's positive. What's that silver lining? Right. I mean, Cause, stuff happens every day. We all have a bad day at work. Mm-hmm. But I don't have to harp on it. I don't have to go texting every day. Oh, yeah, this job. Everybody know I don't like my job. Like <laughs> they know it. What you doing about it is the question. Yeah, and I mean, you I think it, it kind of comes down to that. Like even you know, you and I kind of had this conversation. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, cutie, are you looking? Did you yeah. think about this? Do you even know what you want yet? And for you to honestly say, no, I actually haven't figured that out right. yet. So I'm just, I'm here. I'm content with yeah. being here because I know in my heart, I ain't figured out what my next move right. is. I don't know if I'm going to go to another bank. I don't know if I'm going to go stay in corporate America. I don't know exactly. yet. Exactly. And I think it's fair to just say that and but, recognize the mm-hmm. energy that you're putting out and whether or not people are going to, you know, I love you dearly. 
you're one of my best friends, but mm-hmm. I can only entertain you saying you hate right. your job so much. Exactly. If you're like, I ain't doing nothing about it. I'm just going to sit here till, you know, my time comes to me. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> what? I have nothing to give you. Right. I have no more like, what can you suggest? Quotes. You want me to send you quotes? <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like when I see things that I think you're interested in, I'll yeah. send them to you. But if you're like, but if, girl, I don't know. Right. But then I can't oh. help you. And that's what it comes down to. Okay. What you going to do? Okay, well, I'm going to talk to you later because what you're not going to do is just festa. Yeah. And be all in my And I think people just, energy. again, we're all the culmination of all these experiences, right? And so getting to the root of the issue is are you looking at those experiences that have happened to you in your life and recognizing how everything has an impact on who you are today, right? Who you are today isn't like this. This being that, I don't know, just got created out of nowhere. Right. Again, it's all this experience. And so, and so I can look at maybe having a negative relationship with men based on my past relationships, right? But I have to recognize what happened in those relationships be accountable for the things that I did, did wrong yeah. or the spaces that I was in mentally, and take that and learn from it. I can't just be like, well, mm-hmm. this other dude did this, this, and this. So all dudes act right. like that. They well, drive the same car. They got really the same true. name. Girl, bye. You know what I mean? You have to take <laughs> some accountability for it. You have to look at the situation and say, you know what? My ex, you know, Billy Bob wasn't a good guy. But I and chose maybe- them. Why did you right? choose them? But maybe not even going there first. Maybe saying Billy Bob wasn't a good guy because maybe Billy Bob didn't have a daddy. He didn't know. He didn't know how to mirror relationships because he never seen one. Yada yada. Right. But then secondly, I chose Billy Bob. Billy mm-hmm. Bob told me up front he have no daddy. Right. Billy Bob showed me on date two or three that he didn't really know how, how to treat a woman, treat yeah. a woman. or. <laughs> You know, he didn't know how to keep a job. So I can't be mad at Billy Bob a year and a half into it when we don't have any money mm-hmm. and, you know, he's stealing my checkbook. Like, I don't know. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm so mad. And so taking accountability and saying, hey, I saw that and I didn't act on it. Right. He told me who he was. I didn't believe him. I looked past it. Maybe I was being positive Paula. Right. <laughs> so then when, when John Bob comes along, you can't be like, well, hey, y'all, me and the same. Well, that's not necessarily true. Right. Because they're not all the same. But they can also say all women are the same, too, and treat you as such. Thank you. So I think it's like, you know, taking that that time to look at the root of the issue. Why, why do you have this negative issue? Every situation that's happening to you, it's really how you decide to look at it. Yeah. It's really like if somebody broke your heart, maybe you didn't do anything wrong. Maybe he was just a really bad guy that broke your heart. But how long are you going to stay bitter about right. it? Right. Move on from the past. Please move on from the past. Because you sitting in the past, you are not able to move forward. I can't deal with that woman or guy that is constantly talking about the ex. Oh. <laughs> like, did y'all start back talking? Right. Like, y'all why? still... Why is, why he even is his or her name coming up process? in every conversation? Right. I thought you were done. Oh, you're not done. Clearly, you can't be done because you're still talking about that. Listen. <laughs> like, it is just not possible to be over something. And still bring And still be up. talking about them. Yeah. Like. I would agree. You could say the name, the first name of one of my exes, and I would be like, who? I don't Listen. even know. What, oh, John Ham? <laughs> <Yeah>, please. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Right. 
I wouldn't associate every single, you know, Mark in the rural with my ex. You right. can say Mark, and I'm like, who would you, what? Oh, girl, I have forgot I even dated him. Listen, <laughs> right. You got to tell me. <laughs> and he could have been the last person I dated. <laughs> right. I don't know him. Oh, you talking about, oh, child. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. I think, you know, moving on, starting fresh, being positive will do wonders for negative man. Yeah, it's, it's, it is, it's it's not man. easy. You know, nothing, but you have to take the time and the space to do it. No one's saying, oh, you negative Nancy today. You're going to wake up positive Paula yeah. tomorrow. It's not going to happen. I think the first step is probably gratitude. I just think that's yes. like so like important. Yes. Like if you have the space to get up and be negative on Facebook, great example. So, you know, I follow Paul Brunson, the matchmaker. Mm-hmm. I just think he's so dope. Right? Uh-huh. I just think he's super cool. Black brother out here doing things or whatever. Okay. He's one of the few people that I actually listen to as it relates to relationship advice. And primarily because he's been married like, 15 years or something crazy. Okay. Because all these rest of these dudes can't tell me nothing. (laughs) And, you know, this is his vocation, right? Mm -hmm. So now that you're not just talking out of your ass, like, this is actually something that you've studied, Mm -hmm. you've written books on it, whatever. Yeah. So he dropped this video on his Facebook page maybe like two or three weeks ago about cuffing season. We all know about cuffing season and it is, it is cuffing season. Right. And I think the video was super funny and cool because he went into like the history of cuffing season, like how it's actually a thing because historically people used to mate around this time. Really? Why? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. You have to watch the video. I mean, he, (laughs) he, he he names these different reasons. One, because of winter, Mm -hmm. um, two, because of food, like finding a partner to help you go and hunt food. Okay. Um, he brings in the stats about how many babies are born in like, I think April, no, not April, maybe like June, June June or August or something like that Mm -hmm. because people are mating during the winter months because you're not going out as much and all these stats. I mean, it was just a cool video. It wasn't, Mm -hmm. I think the title of the video was like, are you ready for cuffing season? But it wasn't him imposing, hey, you need to do these five. It was just like, here's the history of kind of where that whole thing comes from. Mm Mm-hmm. This lady, and I ain't going to call her out because I'm better than that, puts a comment that says, cuffing season equals desperation. Hashtag, no, I'm good. What? Good good and single, I'm sure. Good and single. How did you (laughs) gather that from this video? Right. That's... (laughs) Cuffing season equals desperation? How, Sway? I don't understand. It just exuded like this. When you look at all the other comments, yeah, cool video. Yeah, mm. I got to get right. She probably didn't even read that. She yada, probably yada. didn't watch the video. She probably didn't watch the video. No. Number one, mm-hmm. number two. In the midst of all these, I mean, because you know he's a, he's a celebrity, so he got a ton of comments. Yeah. How do you even feel comfortable dropping that negative energy you in the why? midst of all this positive? Nobody else had anything negative to say. You just but, comment equals desperation. You can, but it's crazy. It goes back to what we said when we started. She wants attention. Yeah. Because of out of all the comments, that's the one you can remember verbatim. Yeah. 
Yeah, and, and you're right. It's crazy though that people will really spew the negativity just to get attention. I mean, you see that on Instagram yeah. all the time, or someone will put something on Twitter calling somebody out. You know what I mean? Is it's real? Is it just for the attention of it? I think it is. I just you know, and you're right because it was the one comment that because it stood out like a sore mm-hmm. thumb to um, me. Yeah, out like, of everything else. Yeah. How did she gather that when? What? Desperation? Mm -hmm. What are you talking about? (laughs) And of course, I wasn't going to comment, which, you know. Did anyone respond to her? Oh, I don't think so. I think I just kind of clicked off of it. And that's the best way to do it. Just ignore them. But it was like, girl, girl. Right. I don't know Paul Brunson personally. But I imagine he knows some single dudes because he's a matchmaker. And I can imagine they follow him on social media. And I can imagine if they saw your comment, right. they would be totally turned off. And I'd say you out here looking for a man or whatever. You might be looking for a woman. I don't know. <laughs> but it's just like, why are you putting this negativity out? Nobody asked you to watch his video. Nobody asked you to follow him on social media. Nobody yes. asked you to even comment. But that so, goes to all the negative comments. That people have to deal with on yeah. social media. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. Like, why? Why are you on this person's page just to say something negative? Yeah. I never understand that. Like, I don't either. Like, people will sit through a whole video just to post something negative about it or call the person like an insult or something. It's mm-hmm. like, but you know, you just sat here and watched, you know, you just spent like moments of your life that you can never get, get back. back. Right. Supporting because every right view is support. Right. Supporting this person that you loathe yeah. because you have all these insults. But like, why are you following them? Because how did you even see the video? Exactly, because I can barely see people's stuff I want to see don't on Instagram get me anymore. On Instagram, please don't get me started Sorry. on Instagram. This algorithm, Sorry. please. But it, you know, <laughs> and I just think it's it is again attention, mm-hmm. and and I also think people assume what's done in the dark doesn't come out, right? You assume if if me and you are out and we see this mutual person that we know and I say something negative about her, that it's not going to get out past mm-hmm. me and you. But sometimes it does though, right? Because every negative deed done in the dark doesn't stay right. in the dark, right? It might Absolutely. come to light. And I've had that happen to me. Really? Where... A friend said something about someone else. I wouldn't necessarily call the other person a friend, but a, you know, an acquaintance, an associate. And this person knows I know this person, oh. and you know, said a negative comment about her. And it's like, one, what the hell are you talking about? Right. Like this person isn't even here. Wow. Yeah. So you're right. You coming out of nowhere telling me something that I don't completely understand i might have been drinking you know that's <laughs> neither here nor there but it's like how do you know what my relationship is with her because i could go back and tell her you know such and such said this about you and she right. hating on you in mm-hmm. public because we were in a public space right even though she said it directly to me still you don't know who else could have heard that yeah so it's like but why would you even do that when I didn't ask you? We weren't talking about her. Yeah. We weren't even in. We weren't even in her vicinity. Mm-hmm. Where did this come from? And I think you know we can all be guilty of it sometimes. Oh, absolutely. But it's just checking yourself to, 
to realize what kind of energy are you really putting right. out there? Yes. What's the majority of the energy you're putting out there? What are you, what are your thoughts? What, what consumes your thoughts? Yeah. I remember being out with my girlfriend and, and I think she listens and she's going to kill me for this. Right. <laughs> so I was in Atlanta. Me and my sister were in Atlanta for, for something, maybe a hair show or something. And we met up with my girlfriend who had been dating this guy loaded. Mm-hmm. He was loaded. Like, you know, like they came to the restaurant in one of his Ferraris wow. and got money. Okay. And knowing her personally, I know that I think she deals with some sort of insecurities. Okay. I'm not sure why, because she is like drop dead gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I mean, she is beautiful. She got the most flawless skin. It's uh-huh. like, girl, can I get your skin? <laughs> beautiful body, super intelligent, mm-hmm. has a job that I've never even met anybody else who does this, right? Okay. And she's dating this guy. And we're, so we're at a restaurant, it's four of us. We're in like this booth or whatever. And it's him and her. I'm sitting across from him and then next to my sister. Okay, got it. Yep. And as the waitress comes up, Maybe the waitress spoke to him first and asked of him what he wanted do. first or something Which like is that. Crazy, but yes. And um, I think the waitress might have been a white lady or whatever, you know, some tits because she's a waitress, you mm-hmm. know. And when she left, you know, my friend just kept like harping on the waitress and how she checking for my man and yada, yada, yada. But he's sitting right there, right? Yeah. And then I think her food wasn't right or something, but mm-hmm. this is like, if you know her, and I'm not going to go into deals, but if you know her, her eating at a restaurant is a big deal in the first place okay. because of her vocation. So she's like oh. super critical of the food in the yeah. first place. And she says something, I think the food gets sent back and she's just like coming for this waitress and then telling him, you need to check her, you need the waitress or whatever. Yeah. And in my mind at the moment, it's like, well, if I were the waitress, I would talk to him too because he probably looks like he's going to pay for everything. Well, that too. He's he's paying. He's tipping. It's unlikely that a man at a restaurant with three other women isn't paying the check. But I still think there's a way to, to do it from the waitress's perspective. But still, I know what you mean just in regards to you paying. It's late out here trying to make her Listen, money, right? Right. But it was just so obvious that she was so insecure. And it just... Yeah. It, and it, you're it, giving her more energy, which she's probably walking away laughing about. Don't care. Right. And it just exuded this negative kind of energy yeah. over the, the dinner. And it made it slightly weird. And uncomfortable, and Yeah. Sure. Now yeah. I'm uncomfortable and my sister like, what? What's Going right. On. I'm like, I don't know. Wow. It was just so together? and they're not. Uh, yeah. They're not. And But I still I do believe being negative, it does speak to some insecurities. It does. It does. It and, does. and and it has always made me think like up until that point I always wondered what was the thing and why why she wasn't mm-hmm. in these like longer term relationships and now she's single and I, and it's like, huh, how are you operating in these relationships? Mm-hmm. Is right. that insecurity manifesting itself in a negative way? And is that the Eventually, reason Eventually like uh, you're planting that negative seed and it's mm-hmm. growing and it's growing. And then they kind of, once they figure it out, they're like, I can't. Yeah. Like, Cause you don't get forever? to see your friends in relationships, right? You get to see them no. in friendships. Right. Yeah. But to see her interact with her partner, uh-huh. it was like, oh, 
Ah, if I were him, I don't know if I would put up with that. Like, right. What, why? Why would I? Absolutely. Like, yep. I'm taking care of you. Like, you don't have to worry about anything. But you so, like, on my neck with this negativity. Right. Over, you're, we're at dinner. Who cares? We're here to enjoy our company and be together. So what? She asked me for my drink first. Like, I don't care if she leaned over and put her titties in his face. <laughs> He's still coming home with me. <laughs> and you still hear waiting tables. And I mean, I... <laughs> I'm the one to to check somebody or to, you know, like I'll say something to Boo if I think the waitress is giving him more attention than she's giving me. But it's normally in jest and it just be like, whatever. Right. You can have her. Oh, oh, the waitress <laughs> at Cracker Barrel checking for you. <laughs> Bruh. Listen, I can't. Bruh. Okay. Please, please leave me for her. Please put her on your insurance. Okay. So she can get her teeth fixed. Like, I don't care. <laughs> Like, sir. Right, but you're not blowing up the whole meal and making, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll make a scene if my food ain't right, but. Well, I'll make a scene if my food ain't right, because I don't want them doing nothing to my food when they take it back. True. <laughs> I'll be True. like, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, that, that negative Nancy stuff, like, you got to check yourself. You really got to you do. get down to the root of it and figure out what is going on. So it was funny. I was at um, tailgating the for the game opener for the Panthers against the 49ers. Mm-hmm. And I was with one of our, our girlfriends. And these girls were out there. And their cheeks were out. Woo-hoo! As in little shorts. Shout out to the cheeks. Yo. And I was just like, so we saw the two girls walk up. Cheeks mm-hmm. out. I'm like, yo, their cheeks is out. But then this other girl came. And her cheeks were out. And it was, I mean. <laughs> it was a lot. Did she have a lot of cheeks? She had lots of cheeks. Lots so. of cheeks. <laughs> cheeks. Cheeks everywhere. I was like, well, why would she wear that? You know, just like. Mm-hmm. And everyone was like, well, why are you being so negative? Ooh. And I was like, oh, you know what? Thanks for checking me. I was like, because I'm not wearing it. I shouldn't care that much. You but it was it. just coming from a place of like, wow, she's. What would the word be? <laughs> Bold. Yes. yes. I think, yeah. And I think sometimes we envy that boldness. I think yes. sometimes deep, think, deep down yeah. inside, there's an envy of, mm-hmm. I'm not, like, you know, I, I'm fairly skinny, if you will, compared <laughs> to most people. But I don't wear half the stuff I see people right. wear. Yeah. And I could see myself looking at them or talking about them mm-hmm. or even just thinking things internally. But it's like really deep down inside, I'm you just jealous. Were. Yeah, because I don't have that boldness. Yes, like you, you never see me in a crop top. Yeah, like ever. I stay in one. And Sucking I mean, old belly in. <laughs> and there's no reason why. It's just I don't have that that confidence <laughs> to to put the, the the belly out there. I'm not I'm not ready yet. I don't know when I'm gonna be ready. But I would say a lot of that it does stem from either you know. I don't want to say envying or whatever that, you know, it's not that intense, but like in college, it's crazy how I would be like, oh, I can't stand that guy, but would end up dating him because mm. <laughs> it was something about him that either I claimed that it didn't like or mm-hmm. almost wish I had more of that characteristic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do find that in myself. I know if I'm super critical of something or someone, mm-hmm. it's because... I I probably lack right in that category. Something. Yeah. Um 
or yeah. I wish I had more of that boldness or assertiveness. Mm-hmm. Like I have this thing about things not being perfect. Like I, if I won't, I won't put something out if it's not perfect. Yes. So then when I see something put, see someone put something out that's not perfect, I'm like, why would you release this and it ain't right? And why would you put this thing up and it ain't right? But it's really like, I wish I had that freedom to just. Right. If you didn't hold yourself so critical or, yeah. you know, everything. I actually had the conversation with our one of our sponsors <laughs> over the weekend. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, I think we focus too much on the end result that we hold ourselves back from really even getting started. Yeah. Just sometimes you got to just do it. Yeah. And not worry about. And that's all just being critical of what are people going to think? Right. Oh, my God. If somebody sees this and Mm -hmm. it's not, you know, conducive with what they have this. If they have this image of me in in their mind and I put something out or I produce something that's not consistent with what I think people think of me, yeah, then it'll cause inactivity. Thus, when I see other people just putting stuff out so freely, I tend to... Um, Are you overcritical of that? Or? Way overcritical. Yeah. Way like, I, I will pick something apart. You hear me? <laughs> yes. Start to finish. Her hidden one right. The fun ain't right. That's why her brand colors ain't on guys. You know, I'll, I'll pick it apart. Or like, um, like if I see people in a similar position to me, like to, to what I'm in, in mm-hmm. legal marketing, bruh, she ain't even do this. She right. know how to do that. Like, why am I hating on this girl that don't even know me? Like, right. I'm, on her link- I'm on her LinkedIn page. I ain't on her. <laughs> but I think it's just when you have those moments, identifying what it is yeah, and moving on. But I think when you become that negative Nancy, you're either allowing someone to be that negative force and you know, they're negative. You're attaching on and that's just becoming who you are too. Now you got to put a stop to that. You do check Mm -hmm. yourself before you wreck yourself. Yes, absolutely. Nobody wants to end up old, sad and alone. And by alone, I mean, you won't even have any friends. No. And your pets won't like you either. True. So check yourself. Just figure out what the root cause of it is. Work on that. Yes. You know, ask your friends. Just kind of confidentially say, hey, girl, you know, do you think I'm I'm negative? Do you think there's something I can kind of improve upon? Mm -hmm. Do you think... You know, tell me about myself because right. we're never going to check ourselves the way we, we, we no, really need to. I don't think so. I don't think, I mean, because, but also someone else is, can give you different perspective. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So reach out to the people that you think are your friends. If you truly feel like this person is your friend, reach out to them and say, give me some feedback. Right. You know. Or those people that used to text you and call you. And they, and they are, don't call you no more. Reach out and find out why. Mm-hmm. I know why don't none of my friends call me. Why? Because <sighs> y'all don't like me no more. Ew. No. Because you live in Egypt. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and you and don't want to come out. I go nowhere. <laughs> I hate y'all. <laughs> We love you, though. You see how salty I was about the Bad Boy concert. And I go home and I tell the boot, can you believe they're going to the concert without what did me? He, say? he was like, what's the big deal? And I'm like, I don't know. But everybody's going and I'm not going. Nobody asked me to go. And he's like, so. 
And it's like, you know, kindergarten meltdown for me. And he's just like, but did you, did you want to go to the concert? Right. Cause you never said you want to go to the concert. Like, like saying, I didn't even ask right. him about, and I was like, I don't, I mean, it's not that I, I don't know if I wanted to go, but I wanted somebody to ask me. If I to go. You see, you see what I got to deal with y'all. You see this, right? Yeah. He was like, go lay down. But go lay down. I think you need a nap. Go sleep it. She needs some milk. <laughs> she needs some milk. <laughs> go take a nap because you're cranky. Go eat a Snickers bar. You know, oh. you get cranky when you're hungry. <laughs> Listen. Okay. <laughs> That's me all day. I just be like, woe is me. My life. <laughs> he listens and then be like, well, I got to go back to work. So, right. <laughs> Like, I, I, I really have to do work. I'll call you back. <laughs> anyway, so that wraps up another episode of Drink Till We're Married. Um, we're back. We're back. We're back. Yes. And the drinks just as strong as they were before we left. <laughs> Absolutely. So... If this is your first time listening to Drink to Remarry, catch up on all the old episodes on iTunes and SoundCloud. And I think we're on Google Play and we're on Stitcher. You'd be hard pressed not to be able to find us. Yeah. Just Google Drink to Remarry podcast. Something will pop up. <laughs> you will find us. Yeah. Follow us, of course, on all the social media. Facebook, Instagram, and we're DTWM underscore podcast on Twitter. Yes. Till the next time. Cheers. Cheers.